Let's start what we have come into the room to do. Imagine you are in a bar with your guys after work, just chilling, talking about girls, the usual, and for just a split second, you look up, you look up and you see this gorgeous girl, you pay no attention to what she wears or how tall she is, you just see her, everything stops and the only noise you can hear is your blood rushing through your ears and into a few places, if you know what I mean. She's the only thing you can focus on. Of course, you're attracted to her, but it was more than that. You wanted to talk to her, know her name, buy her flowers, clean her house, and spend hours making her laugh. Crazy. Or, imagine you were chilling, hanging out with your friend in his room, nothing off, same old. He was talking to you. You were listening, obviously, but Instagram was also talking. You were multitasking like you always did, but for a split second, that same split second, you look up at him and you see him. He's talking, animated, and he's beautiful, so freaking beautiful. You feel it, crazy in your stomach and sweating in your palms. You could not get enough like the amazing charm at any stores. You were almost on the ninth cloud. Or imagine you are on your couch, just sitting, chilling, waiting, and you get the text, I'm outside. You knew he was not really outside. He was definitely at the end of your street, waiting for you under the hot sun, because in the two years you've been with him, he was still afraid of your parents. You say your goodbyes to your mom, see who is cooking dinner in the kitchen, and laugh as your younger sister reminds you to collect her shawarma from him, and you start to trek to meet him. Soon you see him, you spot him across the street, and you feel your spirit lift and your smile one. He was waiting for you, pressing his phone, but you could see the beads of perspiration on his forehead. You knew he was going to complain about the sun destroying his skin, and you laugh in anticipation. You can't wait to unburden your stress with him and talk meaningless rubbish for hours. You wanted to run to meet him, but for your street, you were a big girl, and big girls do not do such. He felt, he felt familiar, and you could not imagine doing life without him, without your home. This to me is what love feels like. It is how I would depict love if I was a producer of one of those cheesy rom-coms, you know. This episode is heavily inspired by the season of love. This is the Soul Food Podcast. So Valentine's Day was this week actually and simply because I decided to ask a few people about love in hopes that it would warm our hearts. Enjoy. And as beautiful Ayo says, stay wicked. First off, we have Ayo. Now, Ayo needs you guys to understand that she has never been in love, but she has also liked people and she shares how that felt and how that continues to feel, as well as what I think I would call excerpts from her first infatuation. I've actually never been in love. 
it's always very i don't know how to say um, it's always very surprising when people tell me they have been in love especially people in my age like you're just how old well in your early 20s stroke late teenage years how are you now like how could you even know that it was love i can't call anything that i've had love and i won't but yeah i've liked somebody really really well i've liked like two people really really well and i currently like someone and it feels really nice it feels sorry it doesn't feel really nice that's the contrary it doesn't feel nice at all it's warm sometimes it's striking sometimes it's shocking sometimes it just makes you want to be sad i think someone makes me vulnerable it makes me not be very logical and i try to be as logical and strong-hearted as i can possibly be you know wickedness is the key to unlocking the treasures of the world so to like someone it's very i feel weak like my defenses are useless and against one person not like the whole situation just a person that can bring down my defenses so yeah is it sweet yes it's sweet it's nice having a man or woman love you or like you is not really the best feelings in the world but personally if i have we have i'll shoot that feeling to death because i know it too okay so on the question of who did i like the first one was one yoruba boy that transferred to my secondary school when i was in ss3 he's my he was my first mate too and all the time in my life where I was not really fitting in, I, I was how old then? I think I was 17, I was 16, yeah, I was 16, 16. I don't feel like I fit, fitted into school or like life of a teenager. I was thinking too much and too mature for that age. I felt lost and alone. And then there was this Yoruba boy that came to the school. I would not say his name because um privacy. Okay, the then came this Yoruba boy with his similar taste in music, his experience of the outside world that was higher than that of my fellow classmates and kind of matched mine. He was mature thinking, quiet, reserved, basically the opposite of me. And he just brought a way of sunshine into my life like i'm not saying it i'm not saying it was totally because of him but primarily the reason i started taking care like started i came out of my masculine phase because there was a time i was a tomboy the only reason i came out of my masculine phase or one of the reasons i came out of my masculine phase was because of him i started braiding my hair like making myself look nice, wearing earrings. I did not used to wear earrings until SS2. Wearing earrings, like ironing my my school uniform, spraying perfume. Like I actually put a little bit effort to look good for him and to look good for myself, but mostly for him. <laughs> so it was sweet. It was sweet to put effort and like know that this person that you're putting effort to notices this effort and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the love story did not end so lovingly. <laughs> but I loved, I enjoyed the experience and the feelings I went through. I cried though. That was the, that's the only person I've cried for, ever. And I 
never going to do it again. Hopefully, it's just me. You know, I think a lot of us can relate to everything you said from feeling vulnerable, even if you're a comrade with coconut head like myself, to actually realizing that it would probably happen a lot in this life. Next, we have Willie, the gorgeous photographer and amazing friend who could possibly have a beautiful future as a therapist. <laughs> Willie, like Ayo, has never been in love and blesses us with the requirements for the theft of his heart. So, listen. Yeah, funny, I haven't been in love and I don't know how it feels, but I've actually talked to, I've actually had a therapy session with a lot of people about their love lives and stuff like that so i was just speaking from their own experience yeah. so um basically it's i don't really i don't really know the right words to really put this straight but i'll just give you the raw format and maybe anyhow you just pick it up from there so like in their own words, where they say, um, they will say that, you know, just being consistent and, you know, they just keep on being themselves to each other. You understand? Then in some, in some cases, there's something that they are like, let me just try this out. That actually, you know, of a case of someone, I won't mention his name, because actually a very popular person in the video, where he actually met this girl at uh you found about the event but that was early 20 2020 2019 around that year and then he was not like hmm, this guy is actually beautiful and i like her okay he got a number he started talking and then in his own words he said he wants to try out this love thing that time um they are counting, you know, they are actually going for their, since 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, three years mm -hmm, in a relationship, and they're actually going well for them. So, I've never been enough, so I don't really understand. I don't really know. Yeah, I'm actually like, so, you actually, you know, I like to know. Okay, first of all, when they're just around okay. and then the way they actually keep themselves because like you know there's there should be actually there's actually like a particular stuff that will trigger me to actually like someone the fact that we will utter the word okay yeah i like you and i like you for this fact you get so me liking you is under like okay i like it because you are so funny i like it because you are this but intermediately or how i put it um if you are actually just like so intimate i actually like it because i like you yeah actually that makes a lot of sense Next, we have my baby girl, Prisla, who is a hopeless romantic. Prisla loves, she loves so much and she loves without restraints. And although I mock her for it sometimes, I also know that it is a very beautiful way of living life. 
Today, she shares both her maybe first infatuation story and she also decides to pick just one love story that gives an insight to how she loves. Okay, personally, um, I have a lot of love stories. So if you say um, how it felt and how you knew you were in love, I think by always, let me start by saying always, I always just have all these butterflies running up in my stomach and everything because that person just makes me feel special. I think whenever I felt special with someone, and I start to feel like, oh, I'm in love with this person. Do you understand? So um, I'll just give a rundown story of one person I think I was in love with and how we went. Mm. Okay, so you know how you just keep seeing cute things online and couples and everything and everything? So I was interested in someone that gave me that vibe and everything felt like love at first sight i had been crushing on the person for a very long time you know so when i eventually started talking to him he just got interested in me too he asked me out like i will even lie like two days after we met and i was like oh i'm scared of this thing are you sure you want to do this and he's like oh yeah let's just go with the flow whatever happens happens so we went out on a few dates like those were one of the times i put in not effort or put in a little bit spice in trying to look cute i am naturally a cute girl yes but i don't put effort to like dress up all of those things but whenever i would want to see this person i would actually dress up to go and meet up with this person because I'm like, oh, I have this cute boy I like and whatever. And I don't know if this counts for love, but like most times, of course, we didn't plan it, but whenever I went out, he would even wear similar clothes to whatever I was wearing. We just had this matching couples vibe and everything. Then I think with me doing extra, I'm not calling extra, but intentional acts for the person, it made me feel like, oh, yeah, this was what love was, and I was truly in love with the person and everything. It didn't end up well, <laughs> it didn't end up well, because I don't think that's really what love is, just feeling cute and all of all those things. But it didn't end up well, but I think because at some point, when it seemed like we we're doing cute couple things together, it felt like love to me. Do you understand? So this was like my long lost crush that I had been looking for. Like I would literally ask people about this person and say, oh, have you seen this guy? I would describe the person. Tell the person, oh, this guy works like this. He's very calm. He's reserved, blah, 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 blah. And people will say, oh, yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. And they'll show me his picture. And I'll send that word. And I'm like, oh, tell him that I like him. You understand? So in my head, I already had like a program of whatever it was. And him now coming, I don't know when he came to talk to me, whether it was because people had already told him stuff. Yeah. Um, so did it end up like um, so much more? No, it was just something that was really, really basic. He didn't end up well. I think I rushed into it and it didn't really end up well. I think I have no regrets with me looking cute. Yeah, also, because it's just a very 
odd feeling but it was something i did and to an extent i felt loved and i felt like oh i'm in love with this person and of course we went extremely well extreme measures when we talk about how we want to have babies together all of all those things and like we actually had scenarios where this person myself and this person would talk about having babies and what our babies would do what our babies would not do do you understand so all those so much projection just made everything feel like oh i am in love i think i would call that thing surface feelings that are actually infatuation but feels like love so yeah this is my not so little perfect love story or one of the people i have loved in the past and i just was like it would suit better to tell it here yeah so yeah ah, that was it though I was in love with this boy, maybe. Let me say I was in love with him. I was just like 17. No, I was not 17. I was just 15. And I would actually go outside my house, sneak out of my house to go and see him and look at his face. Then, not really look at his face, huh? but I go and see him. And I had these neighbors that had small kids, and we used to go outside the house to fetch water. So I would always use those children as distractions for my mother, carry the children to go and fetch water with them. I'm not actually the one fetching the water, my cousin is the one fetching the water, but I'm with them. You know, when you're carrying a little baby, you waste time walking. So when my mother says, Oh, what have you been doing? I was like, Oh, I'm trying to drag the fechugu. She does not know that I'm not dragging the fechugu, I'm just standing outside talking to pressure that was his name and I think it was a good thing one time my mother caught me chatting with him like having the wild conversations with him on a text on whatsapp and I was only 15 that time he made me feel like the world was just all about love and he was one of he's one of the persons that even after I broke up with him he like felt pain we still talk to you today and he'll say you are the first girl I, that left me alone like I literally broke his heart but it was just really 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 good I would sneak out of my house actually go and see him and he was a cop at that time and I just finished from secondary school yes so I would go towards his lodge side make sure I passed through his lodge his lodge was close to my church but there were two routes so instead of taking the routes closer to my house I'll take the route that is longer and leads to his house so that I can just see him in the night before coming back home I think those were like intricacies of love but right now I'm not even going to stay online in the middle of the night to talk to any boy because I don't count that as love anymore but I think back then in 2017 it was something that was that felt like love yeah so I think love for me when I was very young was even in that form sneaking out to see a boy did you sneak out to see a boy? Did you sneak out to see a boy? I can't say I did I don't think so but like Listening to Priscilla's two cents, I think I can say what is there to not love about this money. Anyway, with the whole love thing, we have our last lover, Jules, who has actually definitely been in love. In fact, I think she's love. I've uh, been in love several I've been in love several <sighs> The first person I loved, let me see. I don't think I've loved any guy. Like I've loved it. Like, I'm in love a long time right now. But I loved someone before that's like two people. So. Oh, the first guy, we were started off as friends. We met online, started off as friends. We didn't live so far from each other. But it was COVID, so we couldn't go out and see each other. So 
we were talking, everything was going fine. I asked him before we started this whole thingy that, yo, I stay, I like, I school in the rest of you, but I stay in Lagos. So if you should even, like, if all of this should, like, end up being us getting into a relationship, just know that I stay in the, like, go to the rest of you. Are you okay with that? He said, it's fine, but it doesn't matter. It's alright. But it's not like I'm waiting for you for the rest of my life. I'm just going down and get to come back. I was like, oh, cool. That's nice. Then, school is slowly approaching. I was like, school is about to resume. He's already like, oh, he cannot do it. Like, he didn't even come out streets on us. He cannot do the long distance thing. He was not saying, even if we end up as friends, blah blah blah. I'm like, where is all this friendship talk coming from? This was all love, 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 love. This is going to end up in a relationship. We weren't dating, him, but we were supposed to. But then everything ended. I was in shock. Like, total husband. <laughs> like, I was, I was tired, I was crying. I was puffy every morning. My mom was asking what's going on. Everything was just dead somehow. So after that I didn't I I was just entering relationship coming out into relationship like into relationships where I do not even like the person so much but I'm just entering the relationship. I don't know why I did that but I did it. So then I found this particular person for fifty K like someone that made me know what love is again came along we're still together but he's he's been very good like this whole thing is despite the whole issues going on i feel like anytime i want to make a decision i am someone that doesn't have patience at all i don't have patience like, once you do one thing do it twice i'm off i'm gone i'm like sorry i can't do this i don't understand but with this person, I am patient, like fucking patient. I shock myself. I'm like, yo, Jules, is this you? And I'm like, yeah. <sighs> before I make those decisions, before I think of a breakup, the first person I'm thinking of is him. Like, you love this person. You will love with this person. So if you should make this decision, how will this person feel? Before I make any decision in a relationship, I first think of this person. That's how I know I'm in love. Like thinking about this person first before yourself. Like if I should do this, how would this person feel to get? I'm not saying she's staying in a toxic relationship. Most anybody thinks staying in a toxic relationship and I come and start thinking of the person first. If it is toxic, my dear, run away. But I always think of this person first. If I see some certain things, I see a lot of things. Like sometimes I feel like I don't have a filter, but I have filter now. So I feel like love is when you think of the other person before making or seeing things. I guess. Yeah. All is well that ends well. Yeah. Anyways, I think I would let Peter end this episode because he has wise words for us. So, I was going to say, Peter, take the stage, but it doesn't be awkward. <laughs> Peter.
and uh, I want to tell you what I think the Lord meant to me and to whoever I'm going to be involved in in the later years of my life. So, apparently, um, in our society today, everybody has their own beliefs on what love should be. Some people believe love is transactional. Some people want sex for love. Some people want money for love. And uh, we cannot blame them because maybe they were exposed to situations that demanded that they give something in exchange for love, which is the first misconception that people have about love. Because to me, love is supposed to be selfless. There is no love that involves being dependent on receiving anything other than love from the end, from the other end, from your partner's end. So the moment love becomes transactional, it's no more love. It's an exchange. It's business. It's the business of feelings, and someone is likely to get hurt because business deals are never ever structured to be 50-50. There's always one winner in the end. I think love is supposed to also be based on harmony, sympathy, and symmetry. Nobody can love without being in symmetry with their partner. You know when she's the right fit. You know when she sounds like someone that you've been looking out for. You know when she compliments you. You know when she's looking out for you. You know when everything she does is in complete tandem with how you think, with how you feel, and with how you want things to be. I also strongly believe that love is not supposed to be really sought after. People go out and they're like, okay, I want to have a boyfriend, I want to get a girlfriend, and I'm entertaining. I'm entertaining uh, advances, I'm entertaining shots. But the best of love sometimes is the love that we never see coming because that kind of love is expressive. And because you cannot see it coming, you cannot avoid it, you cannot mold it into your own way, you cannot change it into what you want it to be. It takes its natural form, it is devoid of any kind of manipulation and it always turns out the best. Then there's a common misconception people have about style, taste, and about types. People think I need a girl that is slim, I need a girl that is tall, I need a girl that doesn't do hookups, I need a girl that is uh, wealthy. So people say I need a guy that is handsome, I need a guy that lasts in bed. Come on, these are common notions, these are things people think, this is how people feel love should be, this is what they look forward to in people. And because they look forward to these qualities instead of the obvious qualities of trust, of peace, of responsibility, they end up getting heartbroken because many people look forward to types of people that are aesthetically beautiful, aesthetically made, and in the end they always backfires. So I think love should be centric, uh, centered on what you think a life with a partner should be. I personally, I believe in companionship, I believe in happiness, I'm a torture, I'm a hugger, I'm a heavier PDA, but if it comes, it comes. And I believe in sincerity the most, which is, I think, the most important thing about love. People think that you lose love when you start cheating when you start sleeping around but love is lost from the moment sincerity is lost the moment you start hiding texts the moment you start uh, hiding to take calls that's insincerity your partner always has to do everything that they can do possible in front of you without any slight discomfort except it's a private matter anybody that your private partner needs to hide to talk to is a threat and i think the biggest my biggest breach this sincerity and i think that is the backbone of what's going to be my next relationship thank you my name is peter well this is the end of the episode and i hope you guys enjoyed because i did i enjoyed recording it i enjoyed editing it and i also enjoyed my friend's input so thank you all thank you for the owners of the amazing music i'll leave their names on the 
in the post for this episode that's up on the soul food podcast instagram which is the just like soul food podcast on instagram i also think this episode will not have been made possible without asu so thank you thank you for all that you do i, I just love you guys so much anyway i'm not saying anything again but i will definitely be seeing you on saturday next week for the next episode on the soul food podcast